your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Woo! Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. It's hard to yell when the bat rails in your mouth. Come on. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey! Bring them out, bring them out. Bring them out, bring them out. Hey! Hey, welcome to Voice America Sports Network. You listen to Kwame Lassen on Kwame Lassen Sports Talk. Baby, what's up? Still shocked over that um, stunned over Friday night's game. But okay, we'll talk about that later. I hung out with my sister and my niece and nephew, man. Kicked it with them all day yesterday. Had a blast. This whole weekend was like a fun-filled weekend. Went out to the lake out in VA. Lake Anna out in VA. You know, Lake Anna is one of those lakes. There's a man-made lake, right? And they get the nuclear reactor out in Virginia. Right, and that lake is what powers, what cools off the nuclear reactor. But it's a man-made lake, so everybody's out there. It's packed on holidays. So yeah, I was out there. I'm, I'm a little um, fried right now. Yeah, a little, my head's a little burnt, but it's all good. Well, I, I'm bald-headed. I shave it. You know, I, I had that. You'll never find that hairline problem, but it's all good now. But it's like I had fun out there at Lake Anna, chill with friends, and um, got back on Sunday, and that's pretty much it, man. I'm all good now. I'm all good now. I just got back in my sister's house now. I'm here with her this week. She has um, some things going on, so I came here to help her out. And y'all, my niece and nephew, for a week. And that's it. I start school next Monday, too, so I'm excited about that. Man, I'm ready to knock it out of the box, dog. It, it, it's, you know, everybody who thought I was faking, it's on now. But that's okay. I got my plan out the way, though. I'm done playing. Okay, yeah, that's true. That's true. Now I'm you... done playing. Now it's time for me to go ahead and get settled. You know what I'm saying? Right, 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 right. Okay, so that's why I'm hanging out with you every Tuesday. I got a... I got a uh, Schedule I'm going by, and I'm good. So you got it all set. You worked you worked it around the show? It's all ready. Everything's worked around my show. All right, man. That's good. Well, you be out here next week, man. But, yeah, like I said, I'll be out in Virginia. Or I'm going to leave Friday and get back on the Sunday. Okay. Other than that, though, I, you know, I'll hook up with you as soon as I get back in town. Yeah, I know you're on the links, so yeah. it's all good. We'll see about that. Hey, what about the games, man? You watch these Ooh, games? Tom, you see that shot on Friday night. That shot took the world. What shot? LeBron, that one-second shot, man. That oh, was a man. shot. man. He's supposed to hit that. He LeBron James. He, he practiced those shots. Yeah, no, nah, but... It, he no. just... He just... What he, this is what he did. He sat there and put an exclamation point behind what the emblem said, the logo. Witness or uh, no. chosen one? Which one? The logo. He is the better, best basketball player in the NBA. What? He's better, better than Kobe. What, what Jerry West said, he had put an exclamation point behind it with that shot. Yeah, you, you did get a lot of sun. You did get a lot of sun. Hey, oh, come on. You don't think so? That he's the best in the NBA? That's what Jerry West said. I don't believe Jerry West. If you walk around and you're the logo of a, of a corporation, a multi-billion-dollar corporation like so, the NBA. So whatever, whatever Jerry West says, it's got to be right. Gotta I don't say it's right. gotta be right, but it has some kind of validity to it. it, well, it you know what? It does. It, it does. But you know what? I think that's all a matter of opinion. Because uh, he's the one. Go ahead. Go ahead. Because I think it's all a matter of opinion. I like LeBron. LeBron is a reason why he got the MVP. And if you get the MVP, then you're the best in the league this year. But I still like uh, what Kobe's doing. I I think um, if LeBron got to hit every shot, if he got to hit most of the point, if he's if he's forty five percent of the offense. They're going. They're not going to win consistently. Now they did play Detroit and they did play Atlanta. Who who are those teams? Detroit, True. Atlanta, Detroit, Detroit and Atlanta. O two O three Detroit. I know that. Detroit and Atlanta. They watched LeBron play. They watched LeBron hit uh, spectacular shots. They watched LeBron. They was a witness. If you want to uh, go by the uh, LeBron's logo, his moniker, they were a witness yeah. to the chosen one. So I think um, 
in this series, LeBron hit those shots. I think he was he is the MVP. So and it does have some validity to it that what uh, West says that he's the best in. But you got to watch what Kobe's doing. Kobe gets his team involved. LeBron tries to get his little team involved. Kobe wants to take the la- the last shot. The first game, LeBron passed up the last shot. Now that's the difference between the two. Uh, Kobe's going to hit free throws at the end of the game. LeBron, uh, we, he's going to be at the he's going to be at the foul line, but we're not sure if he's going to make them. We expect him to make them, being everything we've seen from this guy. We expect him to make those shots. And we'll get to Carmelo. I had a little problem with Carmelo yesterday, but we'll get to that later. He was, okay, go ahead. Well, we'll get to that later. So, we got, we got time. So we got what's time. the problem you got? We got, we got time. We'll get to uh, Carmelo in a few minutes. But um, as far as what Kobe's doing, I, I, I think, in my opinion, I think he's the best uh, player in the NBA. Kobe? To each his own. Everybody's opinion. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying either one of them. I'm just saying from what Jerry West said last week after our show on, on – Tuesday, what Jerry West said, Wednesday I think it was, to Friday night for LeBron James with one second left on the clock. They're down by one or two. Him to hit a three-pointer. Okay. Now, yeah, you say he's supposed to hit that shot. Well, like, he's not like supposed Kobe to hit that shot. Like Kobe to. was supposed to hit his shots. Okay? Granted. All right, but still, he hit the shot. It was something that, you know, needed to be done. LeBron did it. When you're in a situation like that, and you have the last, he didn't pass up the last shot the other, other night. The ball, he didn't get the ball that night. And that's why. Um, I'm talking about the first game. First yeah. game when he passed up uh, to Mo Williams in the corner. Mo Williams missed the shot. Mo Williams hit a, a, a 60 foot. Mo Williams uh, been hitting there. I said, Mo Williams shot spot. Why would you? And it's a three. If I'm, if, you know what? If you watch Jordan, if you want to be compared to the best, which everybody thinks is Jordan. Jordan took the last shot. I'm going. I'm going to win. I'm going to win and lose with Jordan taking taking that shot, that last shot. Everybody in the building know he's going to be double team. Everybody know he's going to be. He's going to have the ball in his hand with uh, five seconds left. He's still going to hit those. Most most times or not, he's going to hit that shot, or we'll go down losing with that shot. And then if he we do lose when he come back for that next game, uh, just look out. But it's like. Nuggets got to look out in two nights when they got me Kobe. When I look at this series, Coach B, when I look at this series, um, Orlando can easily be up 3-0 on the Cleveland Cavaliers. And I'll tell you the difference. When they played, when Cleveland swept through the two series in Detroit and Atlanta, again, I said they was watching this guy play. They became a witness to uh, the chosen one. Here's the difference in in, uh, what Orlando Magic is doing to these guys. They are banging LeBron up. LeBron didn't get in touch to any of those games uh, previously. They are banging him in this series, uh, making him work for everything. He's going to get his shots. He's going to get his 40-something points or 35-plus points. But why should he have to do that? When you get everybody involved like Kobe does, when you get everybody involved, then you have to account for more than one guy. But if you can double-team LeBron and make somebody else beat you, then you can live and die with that. If you look at the Orlando Magic's offense or their team and how they run, they create mismatch. They move the ball around. Rayford Officer does a great job bringing it up. Um, he's more consistent uh, in this series than he was in the uh, last against the Celtics. But they're moving the ball up. They're creating mismatches. So um, they have more guys who can shoot the ball. When you're just counting on LeBron to do it, you're not going to consistently win against a good team in Orlando. True. True. I, I feel what you're saying. But I still think that the uh, shot on Friday night, Still, you know, put a little exclamation point behind what Jerry West said. 
I think that Orlando did beat them three out of three out of one or oh, two out of three games during the regular season. Yeah, and then and and um, I don't think of uh, Dwight Howard was in that game when they did lose that game. So I think this, I think Orlando is the better team. Now, this is my opinion. We got the MVP of the league, but that's the MVP on that team. Um, he's the MVP of the league, actually. But that's one player. He has Mo Williams. Uh, the, the thing about it is uh, Orlando has guys who come off the bench. Petrie's come off the bench and give those guys great minutes as well as points. He plays defense. He's uh, he's on LeBron most of the times when he come in the game. So uh, he does his job coming off the bench. You got when you got when you want to win consistently, you got to have some guys that can come off the bench and spell you, uh, hold the lead. Uh, main, uh, maintain the lead or get you some points or keep it right there until your starters can get some rest. It makes no sense that you have to play them for all 42 to 48 minutes. Now, I, I don't know I don't know what you think about that, but I think Orlando Magic is the better team uh, in this series. But we will see, and I think it should easily be up uh, 3-0. LeBron hit the great shot. You mentioned that Friday night, uh, last Friday night. He had a great shot. I, now, I take that back that he – He's not supposed to do that. We just expect him to do something like that because he is LeBron James. We saw all the spectacular plays he's made throughout the year. We see him do it before the game, um, underhanded, half-court shots, and make them. Yes, we have. So I, so, so LeBron so um, LeBron is going to have to step it up. Um, get your, You can get your 35 points, but you can distribute the ball a little bit more. He, those guys have a good time. When he does it, actually he does distribute the ball, but those guys have to knock down a shot. If you're not knocking down the shots, then I'm a, I'm not going to really uh, focus on you too much and tell you are hurting the team, hurting us a little bit more with the shots, you, with the open shots you're getting. Because the Cleveland Cavaliers was doing his first when he was in, when he was before after Shaq. You know, it's like you know everybody talking about. When I say he's the best NBA player right now, six years in the league, he has an MVP. Did Kobe have MVP in six years? Kobe had three championships. Go ahead. Three, yeah, three, three championships, but with Shaq. What has he done without Shaq? I don't Not care. One thing. Hey, you, hey, put somebody beside hey, he hasn't me. Done anything big man. What has LeBron done? LeBron's made everybody else on that team, all even the coach Mike Brown. He's made all of them better. Uh, From the time he put on a Cavaliers uniform. Matter of fact, when him and David Stern exchanged, when he let David Stern wear his white jacket, he took Cleveland to a better record already. That's how good this kid is. He is good. I'm not. Years, he's, he's better. In his third year, he got the Cavaliers. To the to the um, NBA Finals. They got beat by um, San Antonio, Antonio Spurs. but yet they got them there. You know what? Put somebody beside me and give me three championship rings. I don't care who you say I was with when I got them, or I can't get any when I'm with, without that guy, without that person. I don't care. LeBron can get them there, what but he, he done, has to what win. What has he done the last six years without Shaq? Nothing. He's not like he got the Finals one time. Right, but did you watch the Lakers team? He it was just Kobe. It. it <laughs> Been just LeBron for the, for so many. For, LeBron's made everybody else better. LeBron everybody, got, that, everybody on that, that Cavaliers team is our journeyman. LeBron got Smith, this team. He Smith has Smith Mo Williams. Fifteen different teams. He has Mo Williams. He has a he has a guy who LeBron. Mo Williams has been on five different teams. The Lakers became, became good when they got uh, Powell Casal and when they got Bynum. Bynum stays hurt, but when he's in the game, he's a better player. Uh, he helps that team out. They got Bynum. Bynum garbage. When they got Fisher, Fisher was a more consistent uh, controller floor controller floor of the game. And they know who to get the ball to. Look, we got uh, 30 seconds in this. We're going to take a break and come back. But uh, we're going to pick this right back up, too, because uh, we're going to get Did back into this. Did you get your coffee yet? No, I ain't getting my coffee, man. I'm about Did to go get, get your it coffee, now. man, because so. you're tripping right now. Hey, this is Voice America Sports Network. You listen to Kwame Lasseter on Sports America Network. Uh, Coach B, um, tuning in. We'll get back to you in two minutes.
The fans now have a voice to speak their mind. No holds barred. I just think that the coach made a mistake. Oh, crazy. <laughs> NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL. Speak up. Speak up. Or forever hold your mouth. We ain't playing around here. Voice America Sports. Hey, football fans, are you ready for an intelligent discussion about the Buffalo Bills and the National Football League? Are you tired of listening to talk show hosts that have never played football? Instead of answering your questions, they prefer to listen to themselves. And when they don't like what you're saying, they just cut you off. Well, that won't happen on the Jeff Nixon Sports Report. Keep it clean, stay relatively calm and rational, and the discussion will flow well. Join Jeff Nixon Monday afternoons at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Sports Network. Tune in to the Voice America Variety Channel on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Voice America Variety broadcasts a diverse array of topics reaching a global community. Our experts come from all walks of life, and the topics they discuss are everything from current events, arts and entertainment, leadership, parenting, relationships, self-improvement, career advice, and a variety of other topics. Check us out today. You're sure to find something of interest. Voice America Variety. Talk on today's Hot Topics. Frankly Speaking About Cancer is a program designed to empower survivors and their caregivers to deal with the social and emotional challenges of cancer. Drawing on resources from wellness communities throughout America and abroad, the show will invite physicians, researchers, nurses, social workers, patients, and caregivers to share their advice on how to live a better life with cancer. Join host Kim Tibaldo, President and CEO of the Wellness Community, Tuesday afternoons at 1 p.m. Pacific Time and 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. The opening kickoff is a beauty. It's a fly ball deep right field. That goes O'Neal. He's a tough shot. Got it. With 2.8 seconds left to left. I don't care where they put him. This one is out of here. From high school to the pros, we, we cover everything. Let your voice be heard. Voice America Sports. Four and three and two Jesus. and one. Just play. Four and three and two. Welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me and Coach B, my co-host from the other coast. You listen to Kwame Lassen on Kwame Lassen Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We left talking about uh, LeBron uh, and Coach B so adamant that he's the best player in the world, and I think it's an all opinion. He agrees. He agrees. He uh, mentioned it to me after the show, after the commercial. <laughs> Wow! No, no, he didn't. Did no, no, he didn't. I'm telling one, but uh, it's all a matter of opinion. And then we were talking about uh, uh, Kobe, uh, who's gonna pass the ball in the final sh- uh, seconds, uh, who wants to take the lead. And I say, easily, Orlando Magic and the Cavaliers, uh, Cleveland Cavaliers series should be three O Orlando. And it is a basketball game. It is a post game, <clears throat> and these guys are coming to play. So you got the you got the MVP on one team. Who uh, has this series at one two? Has the series at one two? He got away with it one at home. The last one at home Friday with that uh, great shot, great final second shots, and um, they and they play tonight. They got a game tonight. They play tonight. Okay, my question for you: it could have, The series could have been over between the Lakers and the Net Nuggets right now if it wasn't for Trevor Ariza and the two steals he had. Pretty much mirrored each other from the first game and the third game. Like, saying- that could have been easily swept. Lakers at home chilling right now. Kobe at home chilling, drinking a mojito with his wife. Who, Kobe or who you talking about? The Lakers. The Lakers in general. Could be. If Trevor Reza didn't steal the ball those two times in the first game and the third game, then the Lakers 
would have been swept as of last night. Yeah, you know what? No, I agree with that. I agree with that. But, okay, uh, then, so my thing is this. That it could be 3 where's Kobe been this, this series? And since he's better than LeBron in your eyes, you know, I haven't seen him. What did you say? I haven't seen or no one has seen uh, Kobe? No, no one hasn't seen Kobe. We've seen Kobe Bryant. No. Regular basketball, 40 points in the first game. You know, okay. Kobe's there, man. Kobe's doing his job. Kobe got... You know, it's going to be a long series, and he understands that. From from the interviews and the post-game uh, interviews, Kobe understands it's going to be a six- or seven-game series, so he can't win it all. He can't. There's nobody that's going to win it in a, a four or five games. I don't think so. They win it. They split in one at home. They split in one away. Uh, they go back and forth with, with the final, you know, one game here, one game there, and they win in those. I think it's going to come down to a six- to seven-game series. Kobe has to get his team involved. Kobe has a... He still has a bunch of young guys, but they, but they've done. They've come this far to the postseason. Once you're in the postseason, you have to grow up. Uh, obviously, uh, this may be your first year, but you grow up during the regular season. Postseason, there's no more excuses. So no, it's uh, not. So Reza has stepped up, and I think the Nuggets should be three zero against the Lakers. Four zero, and that has nothing. I do, I, and I think, and and I say that saying, I still believe Kobe's the best player in the NBA right now. It's your, again, that's your opinion. Everybody has one. Well, yeah. My thinking is this: it's 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 you know it's amazing that look at the last night's game between uh, the Nuggets and the Lakers. All right, uh, Carmelo. I don't know. He put up. He was two for seven one time at one point in time. Only had seven points. The rest was you know, and he had to, came out with the flu. Was sick. You know, messed twisted his ankle in the middle of the game. Wasn't the Melo that was in the first prior three games? Uh, you know what? I don't care if he was sick or not. Jordan was sick. Kobe was sick, and they came he ain't out no of Michael Jordan. Games. I'm not saying Kobe, Mike, I'm not putting Melo in the same category as Michael Jordan. Well, ever. I'm not ever. putting him in the category. Never, never, never. I'm putting him in the category as a superstar, as a uh, one of the uh, the faces, the better players in the, the NBA. Problem, I'm telling you, is this? I don't think he's one. Of the, I don't think he's in the top five in the NBA. Well, who Carmelo? Yeah. Come on now. Look, I don't think he's in the top five. He ain't in the top five in the NBA. Carmelo he ain't one of the top five in the NBA. If you if you are the self proclaimed superstar or a superstar and you recognize uh what your play with statistics and everything, if you're gonna play, if you're gonna show up on the court, if you're gonna show up on game day, I don't care if you're sick and you on the court, you better produce. I don't wanna see you sit here telling me Carmelo Anthony's one of the top five players in the NBA. I'm telling you, Carmelo Anthony, did you see what he if I listen, here's here's my if I see Kobe is the best in the NBA, did you see what he did to Kobe in that first game? Yeah, I've yeah, said, I said okay. Put up 40. He's he, don't, 40 on. he don't have to be the top five. Top five means nothing. He has Chauncey Billups. He has guys on his team. He has a surrounding cast that he has he, a bench that's off the chain. He got a surrounding cast. I'm not talking about Carmelo winning basketball games. If anybody, I think the best player on that team is Chauncey Billups for what he brings to that team or how he has these they guys had, in the, the uh, semifinals. Three players last night with 13 plus rebounds. Well. Back to Carmelo. Team or more rebounds last night. The Birdman played phenomenal. He comes off the bench and does. Chris, he comes off the bench and does a great job. I think. Uh, Inyon played a good game. My, know, problem the, Mello, my, my problem Mello with the my problem with that is, need to do is JT. They won by nineteen. Yeah, that's not going to happen. Your best player in the NBA. They should have won by three, two. But no, they got spanked by nineteen. Now Cody might come back tomorrow night and put up sixty-three on them. But yeah, they're playing in the Staples Center tomorrow night. And, and are they winning? Here's the problem with the Denver Nuggets. I want them to win it. I'm going for the Nuggets. But 
they too, and what I mean by thuggish, when I'm by, <laughs> they too, they have everything you they need to get there. But in the final seconds of the game, their attitude, their mentality is gonna lose the game for them. You got J.T. Smith. You hit a three. You're supposed to hit a three. That's why you come in the game and post up outside the uh, three point line because you've got to hit those three. You drive. He takes okay, erotic. He takes erotic shots. And okay, once he get comfortable and get in the game, he knocks them down. But then afterwards, you don't have to do that. Everybody in the building, every all the millions and billions of people that's watching that game, they see you. They saw you make the shot. So just back up and play some defense. Now he, he hit the shot, three point play or two point play. He takes one away because he gets a tech. He sends the other team, the opponent, to the line to hit a uh, for to hit the tech shot. He missed it. Either either or. Don't Dude, lose the game. Don't do all that nonsense and lose the game. Don't do the and and I'm I go even further say that uh, George Carl, his rotation is suspect with the Denver Nuggets. You come out in halftime and you got Carmelo or Chauncey on the bench. If you got a uh, even if you got three to five point lead, you don't take those guys. You bring those guys. You start the five guys, unless they're in foul trouble. You start those five games. You five guys. You started the game with. He comes out at halftime or comes out in third quarter and got one of those guys on the bench. He don't have that killer instinct. You're playing against a team for a reason that they're there because you want to they competitive enough, so you want to get them guys to um, either distance themselves with as far as the lead or keep it right there and win it in the fourth quarter. You don't put your star, you don't keep your stars on the bench. And I think George Carl's, and I, he's now he's one of the better coaches in, in the national and the NBA. But I think he, his substitution or his uh, rotation is. In my opinion, suspect. Okay, I feel what you said. I mean, I, I do. You know, you know, we don't know what his rationale was was, was for that. You know, he might have thought that, you know, because Chauncey's twisted his ankle first, first or second quarter. Uh-huh. He was limping around. You know, Melo wasn't feeling well, twisted his ankle also, or knee, whichever it was, first or second quarter also, coming down when he went baseline. So saw- you know, it's we don't know what the rationale was behind it. But you, you saw, know, you know but what? Again, they still won by nineteen. They won by 19, but I don't care if you're sick or hurt. If you on the court, I don't care. If you on the court, you get it done. If not, go sit by the other uh, 12 guys that are sitting there, and there uh, three of them in their suits and the rest in their uniform. If you on the court, you got you have to produce. Carmelo was sick. Now, that, that's one thing. I don't care about the the going up down, the slowness or the play. He missed a lot of key shots. He missed a lot of shots earlier. And because he was sick is the reason. But if you're there, you got to make those shots. They they giving still, you the ball. Again, he still he still put in double figures last night. Uh, double figures. He had, what do you have? Fifteen points. Fifteen points. How many boards? Fifteen points for Carmelo. Rich, I can get fifteen points right now. Fifteen points. I don't know points. about that. I don't, I don't know if your game is like that, son. Seriously. Fifteen points. And the golf course. I, look, you know what? You know who's going to get me no fifteen points is uh Chauncey Billups. Now you, let's go to Pippen. I got a I got a text and said, uh, how good you think Scottie Pippen was without Jordan? How good you think he would have been? Right. Okay. How, how, how good Scotty Pippen without Jordan is the exact thing as Kobe without Shaq. No, you mean Mo Williams without LeBron. Right. Okay. That's why you, you guys are putting Mo, your your woman text you just said we'll put Mo Williams in the same category as Scotty Pippen. No, that's not what I'm saying. No, we're talking about who makes whom better. That's why I say I can get me 15 points because I got Chauncey Billups. Chauncey Billups is going to control the court. He's going to control the game. He's going to – it's going to be – if I'm on the court, it's going to be something good that I do. So I'm just going to put up – post up wherever I can hit a consistent shot or a high percentage shot, and I'm going to get me 15. I'm going to play defense. That's going. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to play defense. You. Now, Denver's playing some great defense. Denver 
Denver playing they play defense. rough. They're beating up the Lakers. They're pretty much beating up the Lakers, man. Dante Jones is killing Kobe. But that's the same Kobe thing. Kobe ain't going to complain about it. It's good defense. But Kobe's going to get him. Kobe Dante Jones is not killing Kobe. He's, he's fouling Kobe. Them should be texts. He tripped Kobe they up. Should. I thought he was at the playground I, like a little kid. That's what I'm saying. They're beating the Lakers up. And then when Kobe complained, everybody won't call him a whiner and crybaby. But then That's he why he ain't complaining. He, he was complaining. He went to the referee, and he asked the referee, said, just play ball. And then you see Kobe, you see his uh, reaction to that? Okay. Okay. Yeah. You Last see, night, at the press conference, after the game, he, what did he say? That's good defense. Of course he's going to say that. He said it sarcastically. You saw it. Again, he I'm said telling it. you, tomorrow night, it is I'm good not defense. saying anything <laughs> negative about Kobe. I like Kobe as a player. To me, Kobe is in all my all-time top five? Just to me, all-time top five. Wow. For me. Okay, look. It is, let me go back to the defense. It is good defense if they don't call it. It's not cheating if you don't get caught. And if, you, if you're holding, like you can call a foul, you can call a foul on every play. Most definitely. And, it's good, uh, and if they don't call it, then it's, good, it's considered good defense. Most definitely. So, again, I'm just saying, all I'm saying is that I like what's going on in both series. I think Orlando is going to knock out the uh, the Cavaliers. We'll go ahead and beat up on the um, Cavaliers. I also think that Denver's going to going to go ahead and finish off the Lakers. If not tomorrow night, it's going to be Friday night. One of those two nights. I think uh, tonight. Tonight you got Cleveland Cavaliers. You got the uh-huh. uh, you have the uh, Orlando Magic. Yeah, I like Orlando. I like Orlando it's to go up three one. Yep. And come back home and win it in six. And I like Denver to go ahead. Win tomorrow night. I think they can win another still another game in the Staples Center because they already sold game two. I think they can still this one game here too. That'll be three two, and then they can close it out in Denver on Friday. I like Denver, but I like the, but the Lakers will win it in the uh, Staples Center. If the Lakers lose it. Is they gonna win tomorrow night? The Lakers gonna win tomorrow night. Okay. The I Lakers, like Denver tomorrow night. I Lakers really do. Gonna, here, here, I think the, here's how it's gonna play. It's gonna it's gonna be tough. The the game seven. It's gonna be a game seven. I figured. I think the Lakers will win tomorrow night. Then the um, Denver, the Nuggets will come back home and win. It's tied up three three. Game seven, back in L.A., and that's going to decide. Game seven depends on who shows up. You know, uh, Houston went into game seven and um, fell apart in the Lakers. I don't think. I think if the finals is going to be Orlando, Denver, in the finals, and then that's going to be a good finals. We'll touch back on that and finish up with the basketball. Uh, this is Kwame Lassa, the Kwame Lassa Sports, Voice America Sports Network. Uh, we got Coach B, my co-host from the other coast. We come back in two minutes and finish up on NBA basketball and go into some other things. Talk to you in two minutes. Every week, Body Talk is here to answer your pressing questions about the fields of traditional, alternative, and functional medical science. Join hosts Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis as they uncover the truth behind some of today's ailments, symptoms, and diseases. You'll get the most up-to-date information on treatments and remedies and their effectiveness. Plus, you'll hear from leading experts on a variety of health topics. Listen for Body Talk with Dr. Stephen Ross and Drake Kellis, Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Are you ready to go green? You've asked, and we've heard you. Voice America presents the Green Talk Network. 
Environmental topics are at the forefront of our society, and the Green Talk Network is here to keep you up to date on the latest trends and new innovations for the eco-conscious lifestyle. We'll help promote a variety of ideas on the environment, from global warming issues to how you can become more eco-friendly in your daily activities. Be a part of the solution, not the problem. Visit the Green Talk Network page on voiceamerica.com and tune in to help spread the green. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Welcome back to the Voice America Sports Network. You listen to Kwame Lassie Sports Talk. Coach B, co-host from the other coast. Uh, we, was, we was beating up on um, the NBA for a while. Let's uh, we move on to something else. Cause, but we got the Cleveland Cavaliers and Orlando Magic tonight. So watch that. That's going to be a good game. Yeah, and we'll talk about that next week. <clears throat> but um you got the uh, situation. Let's go into some football, man. Let's let's go into uh let's start off with the we won't get into Vic because there's a lot of going on still with that. Uh but let's go into the Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, yeah, you hearing what's going on? Yeah, well, you know what, the 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 uh coaching situation. I don't know what I don't know what you've heard, but as far as that the coaching system situation. Yeah. Well, what's, what, what, my thing is this: is okay. You got Tony Dungy retire. The NFL, which you're an ex NFL player, uh, changed their pension, and so two other coaches retired because of that, and now coming back as consultants. Okay, which is fine, but now you have one of the most lovable. I mean, I'm saying lovable because everybody respects and likes Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning has never said a bad word about anything. Wait a minute. Go ahead. But when he comes out and voices his frustration at the front office staff, well, what's happened with an organization about the new coaches coming in who um, are still on that learning curve and that there's not a whole lot of coaching going on in OTAs um, out in the practice field, then, you know, there must be a problem somewhere within that that, um, that, that team. Well, you, you, you mentioned that both coaches are – the offensive coordinator and the O-line coach, and very important to what Peyton does as far as his play fake or as far as his uh, – they do, they do a lot of play action down there and uh, we're up there in Indianapolis. Not just that, but he also – he calls most of his plays at the line of scrimmage. He does. And he does he, you have a coach on the um, on the field when you got Peyton Manning in the game. But these guys have been with Peyton Manning since the time he stepped into the National Football League. So he's he's comfortable. He's familiar with these guys. That's why they're able to let this guy, uh, Peyton Manning, call these plays without no reservations of being like, what are you doing out there? I've right. watched Peyton Manning play um, a numerous times, played against him, and I watched it third down and third down and four, third down and ten, uh, actually fourth down and four, fourth down and ten. I watched this guy wave the punting team off the field, kept the offense on the field against the coach's will, and make the first down each time. So you have a guy – that the players believe in. You have a guy, offensive coordinator, doesn't mind him calling plays at the line or changing the players up the line. And then they go through their progressions during the week on what to check off to or what works against a certain team, a certain defense. You had an offensive line coach that uh, uh that he's been with as well for since the time he's been in the National Football League. But here's the problem. Yep. The National Football League uh, and the pension plan with these guys, these guys can coach five, ten more years, and nothing in their pension would change, which is – which doesn't make sense to me at all, but 
they figuring out why they coaching. If they if they gonna coach and even if you got a passion to do it, you should be rewarded for some things you like to do and some things you do well. Um, and these guys have been pretty good coaches. You you see you know the history with the uh, Indianapolis Colts, Peyton Manning. These guys getting to the Super Bowl, being one of the better teams in that division, and uh, and winning the Super Bowl. You Tony Dungeon gone. So I think you say he's retired. I think he's just taking a break. He will be back in some fashion. Uh, I don't know which team, but soon. But these guys' pensions do not change, and I think that's a problem in the National Football League. As much money as this game generates, billions of dollars, the most watched sports, uh, the number one sport, uh, and these guys wear helmets, and you can't see these guys. So that's why they do so much pub as far as commercial with these guys. But offensive line and offensive coordinator coach, um, pension do not change. So they say, well, we'll come back as consultants. and We don't have to go through all that grind of the uh, OTAs, um, the – the uh, position, um, the uh, camps, and all that. We don't have to go through all that. We just consult from a distance, and we can still get paid. So I think that's the problem. I definitely feel what you're saying. I just think that, you know, when Peyton Manning voices frustration, then there's something a little bit deeper than we all really understand. He's not comfortable with what's going on. And it's a concern because this guy is so used to compete. He's competitive. He's used to competing on a high level. He goes out there, and if you don't have his weapons and – and if you don't have his weapons, that being coaches, not just players, when he's ready to go to battle, and for a silly reason as these guys can't get more money in their pension for the more for every year they work, then that's the silly reason for um uh, these coaches uh, or for the NFL not to pay these guys, and then and for them not to be on a team and help this team to move forward to a playoff possibly because you do have Tennessee Titans in that division, which is probably the uh Jacksonville in that division, which uh. Both of those teams compete real well against these guys. But that's a silly reason for the, um, the NFL to not to pay these guys at the time and the years they put in and the work they put in, the body of work they've done for, since they've been in Indianapolis, that the more years they work, they can't get more money. And it's crazy, and that's how the National Football League is most times. They they generate so much money that uh, nobody knows where it is. And we got a lot of things going on as far as uh, grievances and stuff with different players, different organizations, uh, different teams, stuff like that. It's just you got to find the money. You got to find the money and, and give it to the people it belongs to. Yeah, most definitely. Now you had well, a I, uh, well. That's the that's the end of the call, but we'll we'll keep an eye on that. We'll watch that. Um, again, these guys are coming back as consultants and and rightfully okay, so. Let's talk about that. That's one more thing about that right there. Okay, as a fantasy football buff. Okay, I got my boys. There's ten of us. We play fantasy football. We we meet for a draft like the NFL. A commissioner, we have everything. Pretty much, it's it's something that's really important to all of us, and we live and die off. And we take a two month sabbatical every year for uh, off season, and then right. we start all OTAs. You know what I mean? I now, Peyton Manning, by far, by everybody in my in my league, will say if they pick from one to ten, if Peyton Manning's the best available player, he's going to be picked in the first round. He's probably been picked first round for the last. Since he's been in the league last, let's say, eight years, nine years. Is this um, is this quarterbacks or just uh, offensive player that generates more points? It's offensive players going to give you the most points. You need consistency in your fantasy football team. Somebody's going to give you 15 weeks of solid points. What about uh, A- points. Adrian Peterson, LaDainian Thomas? Those guys don't do it? Adrian Peterson is a number one pick. is a top ten pick. LT would have been a top, was a top ten pick before. I don't think he's going to be a top ten pick this year because he's not the primary focus for the um, San Diego Chargers. Uh-huh. But again, it's still early, no camps. You know, you really can't make these decisions until late. But I'm saying, 
because of the turmoil and what's going on with no Marvin Harrison, you do have Reggie Wayne, you do have Dallas Clark, you do have Anthony Gonzalez, um, you do have Joseph Adai if he can stay healthy. So you say, but yet, do you still pick Peyton Manning as the number one, as the top ten quarterback, a top number one pick in the first round as a quarter four quarterback? Well, I'm not sure because I'm not really uh, that heavily. I don't take two months sabbaticals to uh, play fantasy football or to to get my game plan ready. So I'm not sure um, if you pick that guy with the uh, you mentioned Tony Dungy going these uh, office coordinator, office line coming back as consultants. Now, coming consulting and being on the field are two different things. You're doing it from a distance as rather being there in the battle or going through all these OTAs or going through all these camps. Um, and Peyton Manning doesn't have his weapon. So the chemistry can be somewhat off. So if this chemistry is somewhat off and they don't have that um, explosive or consistent offense they have, I don't know if in fantasy-wise, I don't know if you do pick a Peyton Manning as um, far as the fantasy football. I don't know if you look around the league and see – who can generate points? Me, if I gotta think, if I gotta think about it right now, I had to choose the guy right now. It would probably be uh, Adrian Peterson, and what they're doing because he has a defense. He can put points. They got defense. Uh, also, in the first week of September, you're not gonna have Pat and Kevin Williams. Their defensive line, their two best defensive line in the game, uh, in my opinion, at one time. You're not gonna have them. So, I don't know what far as the defense is gonna do in 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 Minnesota, where Adrian Peterson got to carry the ball um, for that first month more times than he has in the past. But I don't know if you picked I don't know if you pick um Peyton Manning in the fantasy. You gotta look at a lot of things. You gotta look at the defense. How are they able to stop the uh Indianapolis Coast defense haven't stopped anybody for a while. So Peyton Manning had to draw out eighty yards and, and, and him doing so, he's generated a lot of points in the fantasy football. So you gotta look around the league and see who's uh who has that solid uh that solid team 'cause you can offensively you can pick any guy but what are their defense going to do so he's on the field generating those uh, fantasy points? Right. And what's the thing? I mean, that's what I'm saying. A turmoil within the organization. Well, turmoil within the team as far as the coaching staff, uh, inconsistency, the inexperience of some of the coaches. You know, will that transpire on the football field next year with Peyton Manning? We don't know. Another thing for you is, you know, Tom Brady's coming back. Mm-hmm. They're pumping him a little bit right now. Um from his knee surgery, what do you think about Tom Brady in the situation? Now, he would be a possible uh, fantasy guy if if he's still on a fantasy uh, convo. But I, I don't think anything. I don't think anything's going to change with Tom Brady. Obviously, they feel this guy's good to let Matt to let Matt Castle uh, go to the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, we'll be we're gonna make conversations about Matt Castle. Be careful about what he's going to do in Kansas City because he only played sixteen games, uh, fifteen games, something like that. But Tom Brady, I don't. They feel very confident, and when they let this guy go, that Tom Brady is going to be healthy enough to do that. He still has uh, Randy Moss. I think they got Fred Taylor there uh, as well. Yeah, Fred Taylor. Yeah, they got Fred Taylor. So they they've always had a, a somewhat running game where the play action can still work, or where these guys are picking up blockers. Their short game yardage uh, hasn't been bad at all. But you have uh, you had Randy Moss to throw to you. They have um, who's the guy? Um, in the slot, always in the slot. Uh, can't even think of his name right now. But he ha- he still has his weapons, and th- and they bought and bringing Tom Brady back. They've changed some rules so this guy can't get touched. You can't reach for Tom Brady when you're on the ground trying to make a play, or you can't tackle him while you're on the ground if you're near him. It's almost like tag football, so you got to touch him. But um, I think he's gonna be fine. I think the offensively they have some of the better coaches or organizational wise, I think they have some of the better coaches in the National Football League. 
These guys have won championships, so um, they're going to design plays or create plays where he can get the ball in and out of his hand and get it to a um, a receiver or running back successfully in a matter of time where the defense can't stop on pick him up because a lot of uh, defensive coordinators will come back and try to scheme Tom Brady uh, from what the he's done uh, two years ago. And I, I don't think the offensive uh, coordinators in uh, New England is going to allow that or go come back with those same plays right away in the first week until he's comfortable enough to make those plays. Right. It's going to be interesting to see. I can't wait to camp. I can't wait to camp and see. I can't wait to preseason, I guess, comes in. When, you know, he'll get out there probably, you know, week three, week four of preseason and, and uh, I think do he, something. If he doesn't do anything before for, you know, a couple a couple uh, series or whatever just to get his, his feel back of, actual actual game time so it'll be interesting to see what happens this right, yeah well we're gonna take a here. they got music playing in our ear um this is coach b kwame sports uh we're gonna take a break come back in two minutes uh you listen to voice america sports network to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports Owen Hodge show. Are you ready for some football? Well, here it comes. The Owen Hodge Show is bringing you the funniest hour in sports talk radio. This action-packed show is hosted by the outspoken fullback, Big Hodge, and the knowledgeable defensive back, Odie. This show will focus on the NFL, but touch on all things sports. Owen Hodge will provide you with a true player's perspective that'll give you insight, make you think, and definitely make you laugh. Owen Hodge have accumulated six championships rings so obviously they know things check out the owen hodge show at noon pacific 3 p.m eastern on the voice america sports network owen hodge show. these days everyone is looking for information on staying young healthy and fit the voice america health and wellness network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you we talk about everything from diet fitness and aging to substance abuse personal growth mental health and much more learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives tune in to the voice america health and wellness network healthy living starts here Take a look inside the country's fastest-growing professional sports organization. Join Robbie Kendall for Inside the ABA on the Voice America Sports Channel. The show will feature weekly interviews with the owners, players, coaches, and influential league executives. Tune in and be a part of the fastest-growing sports organization in the world. You can hear Inside the ABA every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern Time right here on the Voice America Sports Channel. school to the pros we we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports
Welcome back. We are going into the last segment. This is Kwame Lassett on Kwame of Sport Talk on the Voice America Sports Network. We got Coach B, my co-host from the other coast. We're going to the last segment, as I mentioned, and uh, we talked about a little of the NBA. We, we'll we get to more than that next week, uh, find out what's going on with them Cavaliers and uh, Magic tonight, see if this game will get tied up, this series will be tied up. Uh, talk a little fantasy football. Um, who, who's the guy to pick? That could be... Uh, that can be a lot of guys, man, right now. you got a lot of key guys that can generate points just by touching the ball. And you know, don't forget, you got uh, Larry Fitzgerald as a great Ooh, fantasy yes. don't, don't, a great fantasy guy because Kurt Warner's going to get him the ball. You got uh, we, we don't know what's happening with Anquan yet, so um, he's a good fantasy pick. Uh, I wouldn't say a first-round guy because the first first option – but well, he does a lot of he does a lot of things in that offense as far as quarterbacking, as far as uh going in motion, getting the ball real quick. He does a lot of underneath right. routes where he gets the ball. So I know in fantasy, you touch the ball a certain amount of times, there's points right there. But again, I'm not uh fully. No, into yeah, you're like in our in our league personally, our league. I, mean, I think our league's the best league in the nation in the world. Um, so the fact because of you know who's behind it, what we do. Is it betting? Um, Is it like betting or something? Like you get into it, you get put some money in a part and win or take all. Well, no, we, we, we got first, second, first place, third, second place, and third place. We also have head-to-head side. I mean, it's just it's so head. much fun. So it's like, and, yeah, you know, it's, a, it's 10, 11 guys who, you know, during the season, it's, we talk bad about each other. Mm-hmm. We, it's just so much fun with us that, you know, it's, it's super-duper crazy. Oh, okay. And it's something that, you know, we pretty much live by. We live for huh. right, because of how we are as friends. Okay, well, oh. well, all right. I know you had an incident. I mean, we talked last week after the show. You was at a bar, uh, like when they're oh, not yeah. at the bar. <laughs> you had an incident with the uh, just the people in the bar. You got to understand, people at, at the bar, they gonna, they drinking, so they're going to say whatever they want to say. They're going to say what's really on their mind at that time, especially when they're drinking. I don't understand how they can blame it on the alcohol. But uh, you had an incident with the uh, the Michael Vick thing, him, him coming yeah. down. Well, what happened was, I'm sitting at the bar, this bar in Old Town, Alexandria, and, you know, it's a little conservative area, yeah, Old Town. Old you know, Town, people are, you know, they have their opinions, which is fine. That's granted. I want you to have your opinion. Okay? But my thing is this. Okay, there's situations out here um, in our judge system that, you know, we live by for the last 220-some years. Okay? Now, things have been changed and modified to better fit society today. Right. Mm-hmm. But my thing is this. Now, when this man finally was um, indicted, sentenced, and went to jail, we didn't hear no no complaining out his mouth, did we? Not at all. He just he just he, did his he did, uh... he did his time. He did what was mandated to him right. by the government, right? Uh huh. Okay, so why are we having, why is he dealing, or me, you, anybody else have to listen to all the negativity about Michael Vick? He did his time. He did, he did what was mandated. He hasn't complained about it at all. He did everything he was asked to do. He's still doing everything he's asked to do. But yet people still are, you know, bad-mouthing him, you know, being mean to him in one way or another. I don't think it's fair. That's because he's Michael Vick, and a lot of guys, you know, Michael Vick had got to a certain uh, position in life, certain status in life, where he was generating a lot of money, and uh, you know, to this day, 
uh some people i don't care who who they are some people just don't like they they don't like to see a lot of people successful and then when they get in trouble they say well look we shouldn't have gave him all this money now i understand what you um you in old town alexandria virginia so come on now you got to choose a better bar or to go to i don't care where you go there in the bar it's going to be the same thing but people should have their opinions and it shouldn't be you can debate about that you can argue about that but that's as far as it should go and um but if you're debating and arguing, you got to be willing to listen to both points or both uh, parties' uh, argument. And then in, from there, leave it there or take it wherever you want to go. But that's all. That's where it should be, just an argument or a debate about it. He did his time. He didn't. You didn't hear him calling out names. He went in there for two years. And I mentioned fighting dogs again. I mentioned fighting dogs. Um, Jamie Harris, is his son or daughter, um, getting bit by a dog, a pit bull. And nobody's doing time on that. We're more concerned about where's his uh condition of his daughter, who's a, who's just getting out of the hospital. I think this week. Here's my thing. Now, I, now, Rich, you do have a valid point of of that, but you everything that's changed is not always changed. It's always uh, just camouflage. So, yeah, uh, you gotta. I just think that. I don't, I'm I not saying you have to overall, deal with that. Overall, my thing is this: if you do your time, you do what what's been asked of you by the justice system and by society. Yeah. Okay, then leave it well enough alone. Let him move on with his life, one way or another. They never gonna do that. They still blogging about Michael Vick. Uh, should be getting more time. He's not gonna get more time. They, he's not gonna get more time. No reason to. I think if he done. I think if he did a. Uh, I think he did twelve, eighteen months longer than he should have. I think he should have got fined. But you did him with some federal time. You did him with a federal uh, uh, law. So, and it's and people love dogs. Or love animals more than they love humans, and that is a true that is a true fact to me. But this is my uncle. Now I'm still on the Michael Vick case, but my uncle is looking for a job in construction. And here's the deal: Michael Vick come out of jail, gets a ten dollar an hour construction job. Yeah. Who is this guy? I need to find out who got him this job because he's in Virginia. When was the last time Michael Vick swung a hammer? Michael Vick was gonna be playing solitary in space. He ain't working over no um. Thank you. And you got your uncle, who could you, probably has a family. He needs support. My uncle, um, yeah, he's working at one job for uh, 22 years, 23 years, something like that. And then all of a sudden, you know, when all this nonsense went on, they um, they um, they let a lot of people go. But Mike come out and um, gets a ten dollar an hour construction job. This is the same thing he's my uncle does. So I don't know. But uh, back back to what you was talking about. I just had to throw that out there. How these guys get these jobs. Uh, it's just it's, it's just society. I mean, I don't understand it, but it is what it is. But then again, you still see people still love Michael Vick, and I still like Michael Vick. I still like Michael Vick. I, I, I still like him too as a football player. I still like him as a human being. And he's a he's one of the guys. If he gets on any team, um, that he'd be a great fantasy pick. I wouldn't say right away, but I put him on my team because you know, you're in fantasy. I think you guys can put a guy on the bench and bring him in on certain weeks. Yeah, but he's a he's a guy who'll be a great fantasy pick, and um, and but he has to find a team, and I think they're gonna hold him to this whole July, and maybe he can work out. They they talked about him and uh, as a good backup in New England. They talked about him in Seattle. They talked about him in uh, in Minnesota. Now, if I was in Minnesota, I would be very frustrated to be a quarterback there with uh, we got two minutes left, Rich. I'd be very frustrated to be a quarterback there with um. Uh, Sage uh, Rosenhaus and um, 
and uh, Tavares Jackson when they continue to mention about Brett Favre coming there. Now they've gave, they've given Brett Favre this week. They've given him a deadline. This guy has a torn bicep, and they still and his throwing arm and his and his throwing arm, and they still making waves to get him on the team. Now that's that's telling me as a quarterback there that you feel that this forty year old guy um, who went to New York Jets to get them in the playoffs. Throws uh, more interceptions and touchdowns, and didn't get him in the playoffs. And all of a sudden, he's going to retire. But now, he's thinking about coming back. Where's his passion to play a game, or where he's just trying to leave a mark? In the, I'm sure it's not monetary situation, but he's just trying to. He's already left his mark. He's a Hall of Fame guy, probably a first ballot guy. We got a minute, so I'll let you speak on that before I keep taking I just, up all this time. Oh yeah, I, I don't think I think that if, you know Brett Favre needs to leave well enough alone. Brett Favre, yes, Hall of Fame quarterback. Uh, he only won one Super Bowl. Right. Um, I think that, you know, yes, Brett Favre can, can help you like he did the Jets the first eight games of the season. But he can also crush your dreams like he did the Jets the last eight games of the season. <laughs> yes, he's a band-aid is really, really what he is. He's not a – My thing is, if you're going to get somebody, you know, you need to either go with Sage Rosenfeld. Number one is a journeyman, journeyman quarterback at best. Right. He's never been a starter, complete, a starter, starter. Tavares Jackson, you know, you see some of the – the Donovan type attributes that Tavares has. Thirty seconds. Uh, but yet again, you know, you still need to. Uh, he still needs some learning. So, you know, Brett Favre will come in there and help you, but hopefully, he's teaching also. I, I don't. So that being said, I don't think that Brett Favre needs. To, I think Brett Favre with a torn bicep muscle he, or ligament or whatever it is in his right arm, he needs to just call it a career and just wait five years and do his Hall of Fame deal. Right, Online. I agree. All right, this has been a. Uh... Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. We're on the Voice America Sports Network. Coach B, my co-host from the other coast. Uh, Rich, as always, I had fun, man. I had a good time. Yeah, we will come quiet. back next week and bring you an even better show. we got a lot of things to talk about, but so little time to do it. Coach next B. Next week, we'll be face-to-face, baby. I'll see you next week. we out of here. All right, peace. Thanks for tuning in this week. Come back next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time, for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.